luminous, radiating light, a luminary, a person who inspires or influences others. Welcome to Luminous Living, the show for spiritual entrepreneurs looking to make an impact on the world, where I teach you how to love yourself deeply and go after your big, heart-centered goals so that you can live a luminous life. I'm your host, Ursula McDade, professional astrologer, spiritual teacher, and business coach. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode four. Today we're going to be talking about how to be less judgmental and controlling or working with Virgo energy in your chart. And so we're going to get into it. We're going to talk a little bit about what is Virgo energy, get a shared definition going. And then we're going to talk a little bit about why we judge. And I'm going to give you an exercise to start to notice your judgments and where they're coming from, which will kind of naturally allow them to get a little bit more peaceful or less frequent. And then I'm going to give you one of my very, very, very top favorite exercises to release some of that need to control things so tightly. Um, also the need to boss people around, <laughs> which is very useful when we're talking about Virgo energy. So let's get into it. Virgo energy. Um, keep in mind, all of us have Virgo energy somewhere in our chart. So even if it's not your sun, moon, or rising, this is still going to be relevant for you in some area. And I'll tell you how to find where Virgo is in your chart in just a little bit. So as with most things in life, balance is key. So balanced Virgo energy within us looks like nurturing yourself first so that you can be of service to others, being very compassionate with good boundaries, organizing your time in a way that honors your priorities. It feels like a conscious connection to your body and its rhythms and needs. And it looks like creating structure and restriction for yourself to support your goals. For example, getting enough sleep every night. Now, if this Virgo energy is out of balance, it might feel more like bossing people around, your perfectionism turned up to 100, being very judgmental of yourself and of others, having very rigid behavior, being very uncompromising, uh, getting really mad about being wrong, and not making changes or feeling stuck because you can't control or predict the outcome. So you kind of stop yourself before you even start. So as an astrology coach, one of the things I do is to help bring that Virgo energy into balance for my clients. And so I'm going to share with you two exercises to do this. Uh, before I do that, though, if you're curious about where Virgo is in your chart, I'm going to put this in the show notes as well, but you're going to go to astro.com to get your chart. You know how to feel about astro.com, totally free. And then you're going to click near the top on PDF. And I do that because it's, it's a little bit easier to read. And then you're going to look at your personal planets, your sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and so on. 
are any of them in Virgo? And then if you want to see where it is in your chart, if you don't have any personal planets in Virgo, on the right, there is a great table that has the houses. And so you're going to find which house number is associated with the Virgo symbol. And this is going to tell you where in your life Virgo influences you the most. Now, if you don't see Virgo anywhere, that doesn't mean you don't have it in your chart. It just means it may be an intercepted sign for you. And so if that's you, it means that your Virgo energy isn't contained to one area. And in fact, it's going to come up kind of sporadically in all areas. So if you need help decoding your chart, of course, send me an email, Ursula at astrology.ursula.com. Um, send me a message on Instagram, astrology with Ursula. If you know any other way to reach me, carrier pigeon, um, just send me a message and we can talk about what it means for you and where it is in your chart. Cool. All right. So let's talk about judgment now. Mm, mm, mm. One of the best lessons I ever learned around judgment is that if you are finding yourself judging someone else, it's probably because they are doing something that you feel you are not allowed to do. This unspoken agreement, this rule, may have come from your upbringing, right? A parent telling you that you always have to be polite. Um, I have it really strongly with um, when I wear outfits, if my bra strap is showing, I feel very judgmental and critical of myself because it was something that my mom and my you know school dress codes really hammered into me was like not appropriate. So. It can come up in, you know, kind of funny ways like that. Um, this can also be just generally from your past experiences, right? What you have learned about the way the world works. So these are unspoken rules that you have for yourself and for others. And in fact, if you're someone who self-identifies as very judgmental, like I do, you probably have a lot of rules for yourself, whether or not you realize it. So onto the exercise, how do we kind of tame this a little bit? Well, the first step here is to notice when you're judging someone. Notice it, say, oh, it's happening, it's happening, cool, ding, like I'm noticing this. Um, I personally notice it a lot in traffic <laughs> when I am judging people for not using their turn signal. That's where it comes up for me the most. Might come up for you then, might come up for you in other ways, but the first step is to notice. Cool, after you've noticed, second step is to get curious about what rule this is bringing up. And this looks very simple, like, huh, ooh, okay, I'm noticing that this person isn't using their turn signal and I'm really judging them for it, okay. That tells me that I have an unspoken rule for myself that I always have to obey all traffic laws. And if I don't, that I'm being you know, a bad citizen. Okay, cool. And that's the whole exercise. We're not trying to fix, we're not trying to change, we're not re-judging ourselves or being judgmental, right? We're just noticing and getting curious about the origin, trying to make that connection to the past. Okay, cool, try it out. Let me know how it goes. And let's talk about part two, which is control. So 
today. I have a challenging exercise for you that I love giving my clients who have Virgo placements especially. But it's going to help anyone who feels like they, their over-controlling self is a little bit out of balance. This is, like I said, one of my very, very, very favorite exercises because it is simple and so effective. In fact, it's so effective that so I'm, I'm a, I have a Virgo sun and Mercury and um, tend to be pretty, pretty controlling, um, or at least I did before I did this exercise. And I did this exercise once a couple years ago. And since then, I would say it died. It took me from like, you know, 100 <laughs> down to like 25 to 40%. Right. And it also allowed me to notice when I was being controlling and have a way to release that impulse. Um, so it's its effects. I did it once and its effects stuck with me for years and years and years. I believe I originally heard this in the book Warrior Goddess Training by Heather Ashamara, which I'll link down below. Um, but I can't remember because I was reading a lot of spiritual books at that time. So if I ever come across exactly where it's from, I'll let you know, but that's a great book. Okay, cool. So before I give you the exercise, I want to acknowledge that often being controlling can be a result of trauma. And if you are someone who feels that your need to control comes from your childhood being chaotic or offering you little control, the exercise that I'm going to give you next is going to be most effective and most gentle if you are also working with mental professional mental health specialists, right? I'm not a professional mental health specialist. I'm just someone who has done a lot of their own healing and I want to share the exercises that have worked for me. Cool. Okay. This exercise can be summed up in one sentence. Are you ready? Okay. Do not give your opinion or try to control the situation for 24 hours. There are a couple of rules. Rule number one, you can tell other people that you're doing this exercise. This can be especially helpful with partners who might be confused by your change in demeanor. Right, if you're someone who always picks what you're having for dinner and suddenly you stop, you might owe someone an explanation, right? Just to, just to be polite. And two, this is not an absolute exercise. If you need to give your opinion, say, because your boss at work is asking for your opinion or an emergency occurs and you need to take quick, decisive action, definitely do that. Use your best judgment. And then I have a disclaimer which I feel like I should put on all of my exercises. This is gonna be really uncomfortable. If it feels uncomfortable, strange, frustrating, irritating, you're doing it right, okay? The first time I did this exercise, I was challenged, I think, to do it for three days. So you can do it for longer than 24 hours if you want. <laughs> Um, and that's, that's it. That's the whole exercise. The whole exercise is do not give your opinion or try to control the situation. And that's it. And that's it. It's so simple. So challenging. 
So if you do take on this challenge, definitely email me or tag me in a post so I can cheer you on and let me know how it goes for you. Cool. All right, my dear. So that is what I have for you for this week. And I can't wait to hear how it goes for you. And I will talk to you again soon. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Luminous Living. If you enjoyed the show, I release new episodes every Friday. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. For more tips on how to leap after your big goals to live a luminous life, Follow me on Instagram at Astrology with Ursula or check out my website at astrologywithursula.com.